Yes. Uh, well, today we are with uh, Shirley, and I had the pleasure of meeting Shirley for the first time at Minotic Culver City through Brandon. You know, she came in as a guest, ordered her drink, and and then for some random reason she started handing out stickers, and I was like, "What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's <is> this person? <laughs> Who does she think she is?" Yeah. And then and then the first thing Brandon said, "Yeah, you haven't seen my my water bottle," and I was like, "No." And then he Yo, shows it to me. That is what happened, huh? Yeah. And then she, <laughs> she, he shows it to me. And then I see your face on that sticker. And I was like, yeah, that looks like you. You know? I mean, chances are, if you go to Monadi's, you've definitely seen uh, my magnet on the. It is the cold brew. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it definitely. <laughs> and I think I saw it before and I just didn't realize who, who it was or what it was, you know? And I so mean, then. I mean, I don't go as often as. I would like to. I mean, I'm too busy saving the world. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, just charging $20 a plate at a time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, Minotis has just been super welcoming. And, you know, it's a, it's a dope little little situation. So I'm like blocks away from it. So super convenient on my days off. Yeah, amazing. And uh, how did the stickers come upon? Or how does the e-carrier stickers? Um... So I've always had this hairstyle, right? The bun. And my family likes to call it the croissant because of how it's shaped. <laughs> it's not your typical like messy bun and whatever the trend is nowadays. Um, so I just, you know, that's all I, all I wore on my head. So um, there was a, a bunch of times where I was just like, oh, I was wondering if it was you. And the only way I was able to notice it was because of your bun. And your glasses. And I was just like, yeah, that's me. It's an extra look. El chongo, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just, I want to say maybe like two, three years ago, I had um, a customer. I don't know how he even came up with this dumb idea, but I was just like, yo, can you draw me or nah? <laughs> and he was like, challenge accepted. And he nailed it. And Yeah, it looks great. Here we are. Dude, I mean, <laughs> it looks it's amazing. It's an amazing sticker. But I'm just so happy the fact that coffee brought us together, too. You know, it's just a simple beverage that introduced us. El cafecito, us. you know? Yeah. 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 A Which, lot of chismes and stuff goes on when you have that little... Exactly. <laughs> that you little, know? It's like, little brown thing. Like back in Mexico when grandma, mom, and la vecina and stuff used to get together. Yeah, chismear. They, they brew up a pot of coffee. <laughs> exactly. Actually... Um, I had my first cup of coffee in Mexico, and it was in Guadalajara. It was at my um, grandma's friend's house. She took us. Uh, her name was uh, Doña Luz, and she took us. And there, you know, she's meando, blah blah blah. And then I was, I was pretty small, so I was just like, "Oh, yo quiero," and she made me one with like a gang of sugar and cream, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" But I, it I, was café de olla. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, Guadalajara, that's what they're known for. And, oh, man, the rest is history. And Dude, I but I feel like, like yeah, in it. Mexico, I feel like that's how they always make their coffee, right? Because even even now when I visit family and stuff, they will brew a big pot of coffee. And and it comes out already, like, sweetened with, with milk <laughs> and, and cinnamon, you know? <laughs> but it's like, you don't even it taste just, coffee. It's no, just like a sweet yeah, drink. Yeah, you know? like give me all that sugar, terrible things for you stuff. Yeah. You know what I which, mean? Which takes me back to your favorite drink at Minotti's, which is the uh, the Spanish, Spanish latte. latte. I know, you know I'm very guilty of really but liking I feel, that. But I feel like 
it's because it really takes you back to to those memories. Yeah, 100%. Mexico, you know? 100%. And I think um, Manati has really nailed the Spanish latte. Yeah. It's just so good. I've had it elsewhere and it's just not the same. I just keep <laughs> going. And I'm like, mm, yeah, stick to what you know, there's girl. There's something special that takes you back to that, you know, to the down memory lane too when you first had that coffee. Oh, for sure. 100%. Pre yeah. Like the best memory I have with my grandma and I'm so thankful she introduced me to it. Amazing. So what families from Guadalajara? Is that where you were? No. So I was born in Mazatlán, Sinaloa. Uh, my family is from Sinaloa, so that's yeah. My husband's family though is from from Jalisco, so nice. Yeah, they're big on coffee. So you're too. saying you were born in Sinaloa? Yes. So you were not. How how did you get to the country to the states? Just like the rest of the immigrants did. <laughs> I mean, I, I myself, I was born and raised in Mexico too, so it's you know I had to cross the border with my cousin's paperwork and stuff, you know. Yeah, that's why. I mean, that was the thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, with like the parents' letter and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I luckily, well, I came in legally, um, with a family passport and things like that. So that's how yeah. I ended up. But then my dad passed when I was young. And then, um, unfortunately we, well, not unfortunately, I shouldn't say that, but we moved back to Mexico and, um, we came back. How old were you when all this was happening? I was three and a half when my dad passed. Oh, you were very young. I was very all young. All this yeah. happened yeah. at a young age. Yeah. Um. So I didn't really get to experience that that terrible loss. You know, like yeah. my brothers did. They were all older. Um. So I'm kind of thankful for that, but the same token, it's just like I don't have a lot of memories with him, and that right. like hurts. You know. Yeah. Especially being the only, or the youngest and the only girl, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's part of a connection that you might even could have shared with your brothers too, right? Of like how dad was, or. Yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, they um, they were vagos, dude. They were all over the place. They just they didn't want to deal with the little sister. Got it. At the time, they're just like you know, climbing on trees. Um, my one of my brothers almost got his finger sawed off. It was it's crazy. <laughs> like there were such troublemakers. A lot was, of things like insane. that happen in Mexico, you know. And and the I, thing is, yeah, like you said, growing up and you know, obviously mom probably has had to work or provide for the family. Yeah, yeah. So then keeping busy with that is like kids have a little more freedom to enjoy their life and one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, luckily I was the calm one. Well, I still am. <laughs> In the family. Um, so when we lived in Mexico, my mom rented a, a two-story house. And we were literally right next to a tree. Or a tree was in front of the house. And that's where my brothers used to climb down to go play with the vecinos. And, like, play um, canicas and, like, all these... Yeah. And tazos and all these, a like... Trompo. Yeah, yeah, like, all these crazy... Hide-and-seek and... Making out with young little girls, it was, like, all bad. <laughs> and they would leave me behind. I was just, you know, watch, I was too busy watching um, Tom and Jerry, Scooby-Doo, and those cartoons back in the day. So you said you guys went back to Mexico and then eventually returned to the United States. How yeah. old were you when that happened? And were you I was attending in, school and everything? I was in second grade. You were in second grade? Mm -hmm. 
I went to Short Ave. Um, I did not know a lick of English, nothing. Yeah. And my second grade teacher, who I'm so thankful for because she really had a lot of patience for me. And um, Miss Abel was her name. Um, yeah, man, she taught me as much as she could at the time. I, but I didn't speak, like, nothing. Yeah. And I, it's amazing because at that time I was like, there, you don't realize until you're older how um, kids are actually, like, bullied. Like, I was, I was bullied when I was younger because I didn't, I didn't speak English. I can, I can really relate to that, right? Because uh, my experience moving out here when I was 11 years old, it was the same, similar experience. Uh, going to what was Granville, which I only went for two months. And then attending there, I did not know a word of English. The first phrase I learned to say was, I don't speak English. You know, and uh, I didn't have any ESL classes or anything. So, yeah, it was challenge, challenging, you know. And, and like, all I did was, want, I, all I wanted was to go back to Mexico. And my sister along with me, she's like, let's go, you know, let's go back. And, but my whole family was here, so I understand how tough that was, especially being a, a what is it, a, you were probably like five years old, six years old. Around there, yeah. Maybe yeah. like seven or something. I don't, yeah. I don't know how this works anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're out, you're like, that's it. There's no looking back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was a young cat, and I mean, it sounds like we've gone through the same struggle yeah. from when we were young. And how's your experience, uh, you know, switching grades and stuff, moving up to middle school and high school? How was that? Um, it was it was cool. It was it was hard to, um, because you when you know two languages, well, once you start learning the second language, of course, you think different, right? Yeah. Your your mind is just like working. I want to say maybe twice as hard to, especially when you had just learned the second language. Um, so it was a little, it was a little tough, but again, it just, it made me the person that I am now. Cause I was just like, I didn't give up and I was just like, nah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go after it. Exactly. I'm gonna like kill it. You know what I mean? So I, I did okay. School was definitely not for me though. It was not for me. It was just, it's not my jam. Unfortunately, I wish it was, but. Were you able to graduate at least? Uh, no. No? Mm-mm. Didn't graduate. No, I did not. How far did you get though? The last grade, but there was a lot at at twelfth twelfth grade. I was still okay. yeah, but there was a lot of um, issues going on in my last year, for sure. Um, so there, I couldn't focus. I couldn't. Um, one of the teachers actually screwed me over, and I could have graduated, but he took my credits away and things like that, and I was just like. Um, this is I'm done. Like, there's no way I'm gonna, yeah, repeat second or grade. Most of these, most of these problems, you think? Uh, I mean, being personal and stuff, or you know, having problems at home, affected your concentration in school. Or? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Not only that, but then um, dyslexia. I have dyslexia. I think we all do. You know, I, I feel like I have a. a Good I, portion of this lecture. I was like, yo, teacher, uh, wasn't the three in front of the seven at some point? And yeah. they're like, 
Thumb ain't right, girl. You know, I have that. I have that same problem. And, and likewise with English, my vocabulary. I feel like I'm still working on my vocabulary. Yo, same. You know? Every day, I like find out a new word every day. I'm just like, yeah. what? So I mean, me being with my wife, I mean, she's very helpful. She always corrects me. Which, growing up and being in school, I always pronounce words the wrong way. But the one thing I I sort of like pushed for myself was asking people, well, how do you say it? You know, and then they will correct me or really? tell me how it sounded. Dude. And then I will I try so to replicate that. I was so embarrassed I couldn't do it. But I feel like I have a lot of friends who who felt the same way, right? Like you did. They felt embarrassed. And a lot of those people that I went to school with, because they felt that way, they never broke out of that shell and like felt comfortable enough to, to speak the language. Right. You know, for me, just saying like, okay, we'll say it. And I want to hear how you say it and how it sounds. And I'm going to try to say it that way, you know. And to this date, like there's a lot of words, you know. Like if, if you ever sit down with my wife, she will tell you all the words. You know, I have friends who make fun of. Is some there words one word that you remember that you struggled with? I have one. In specific? No. Really? I don't remember really. So when I started working here back in, I think, 2012, I think. Um, that's when I went into the coffee industry and I could not say cappuccino to save my life. I'd be like, yo, can I get a cap? But I mean, that's, (laughs) that's short for cappuccino. I know, but like I would struggle with that and then salmon. Those two words I had to, bro. I've had a hard time saying salmon. I was like, what do you mean that I was not (laughs) salmon? Like, que no se dice salmon? What yeah, you mean, yeah, salmon? Exactly. Like, there's an L there, fam. Yeah. <laughs> and even sometimes the pronunciation of some words, right? Like, I remember hanging out with friends and my wife, and the single word of what we see in the restaurants all the time where it says, you know, in each room you have this, with this, uh, what do you call it? This sign that says max occupancy, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, Yo, your wife for some laughing. reason, that. <laughs> <laughs> that word alone, like when I said it the first time in front of them, it just he's like <laughs> they just busted out laughing, you know. It's like, what are you saying? Or my V's. My V's are are like, you know, I guess I don't pronounce them right. You know, like the B versus V. Like it's, what it's so though? Weird. Uh what's the one word? I don't remember what it was, but in my brain, my brain my brain doesn't capture that, you know? It's just like I don't know. Is it probably because you're probably thinking, like, oh, vamos a ir a vacation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know, simple things like There's that. There's no, so. say, oh, I'm going on a vacay. Like, yeah, yeah. that don't even sound right. Oh, vamos a ir de vacations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in Spanish, they always say, nos vamos de vaca, you know? So, yeah. It's like all that slang. Yeah, But uh, going back to high school, I mean, you say you're, you're having a really rough time. Yeah, it was just, it was, um, there was a lot going on in my life. Um, that I had to fight through. And I didn't realize how bad it affected me until after I came out and said it out loud what was going on. Yeah. So um, after I did that, uh, so I was supposed to graduate in 2007 and I didn't, I just like, was trying to figure it out, I guess, and didn't say anything until 2012. And I was just like, yo, this is what's wrong. I yeah. figured it out, you know? So, that's I don't crazy. know, there's yeah, a lot I of mean, challenges. That's, that's crazy, yeah. I mean, first of all, class of 07 here, you know? 
Hey, you're of 88. Yeah. You're 88? I'm no? 80, 89, actually. Oh, loser. Are you 88? <laughs> I'm 88. My wife is too. So, you old ass. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm 31. I'm still young. Well, when's your birthday? Because you're turning. December 29th. Oh, there you go. See? Yeah. Capricorn. Leo's here. We both Leo's, actually. Oh, hell no. Yeah. So two lines, two lines in a cage, you know, no. under the same roof. No, it, it, it had its challenges, but it's so much better now, you know. That's good. You we have like to fight through more, it. We're a little more docile now. <laughs> Who but, won? Yeah. <laughs> who really won the fight? Uh, I mean, that's a dumb question. We know, all know, you know who did. We know the you wife. Know we did. did. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. They exactly. say. Exactly. You know, that's the main goal. That's the only purpose to. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's what. My husband tells me all the time, so yeah. shout out to the homie Paco. Homie Paco. <laughs> there you go. And I hope you're listening, Paco. You Probably know, not. Like, share, and subscribe, bro. Don't forget. <laughs> Support. So, obviously not walking stage and stuff and having friends that probably did. I mean, how did that make you feel? Like, shit. Yeah. It was terrible. I mean, it was really sure. bad. I was I was really scared because I was like, "Whoa, I'm not gonna go anywhere in life," and like, "What am I gonna do?" Like, I'm a failure. Um, you know, I was so close and things like that. And you know, it was embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Like, I hated talking about it. Yeah. But now I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is. I didn't do it. Yeah, no, I mean, things and, uh, do happen for a reason at times. You know. I mean, do you really regret not graduating? Because, I mean, you have accomplished a lot in your life without no, that high school I mean, diploma. It, right. It didn't stop me from achieving my goals. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm good. I'm good. And being back in high school, what was the, what, what was some of the dreams or goals you had at that time? You know, it was to play ball. It was so dumb. I was like so young and, and dumb. Want to be a superstar and play yeah. basketball and basketball was life. Yeah, at the so at the time. The I mean, sport. you can't tell right now because I'm married, so you gain weight. Just enjoying life. Don't get married. You know, that's all it is. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's the best thing ever. Just do it. You know, you get to enjoy food at another level. You know, without anybody judging you. So you think, <laughs> bro? But are like, you know what I mean? What? Like deep, deep. I feel like y'all be judging. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so good. being a basketball player was was the dream yeah man like that's when you know kobe was on his prime alan iverson um were the two that i like idolized that they were like my yeah. heroes i was like wow and of course lisa les um leslie who's that sparks. sparks la sparks oh nice. she was she was really she was good she was good um so yeah, that's what I wanted to do. What did Career Center tell you when you were in high school and you were telling them, They're like, I want to be a basketball player? <laughs> They're like, that's a joke. <laughs> like, open your ojos, mija. Yeah. Type of type of thing. But, you know, there was that. And then I was in choir. So, like, I almost even wanted to be a singer. I don't know. I was all over the place. I just didn't know. I didn't know who I was. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't think every teenager ever really knows what they want in life, right? Nah, but I feel like um, they have a, a, like, a very, very strong passion and they, like, go.
go after it. You know what yeah. I mean? But even for some of those kids, they always make it to college. You know, they get all the grants and everything. They go to their uh, desired college. But even being there, then they sort of switch careers or change their minds or don't That's even true. Finish it, That's true. That's true. I did have a lot of friends that did that, that actually. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I want to go do art or something. And then, like the next thing you know, they want to be a doctor. And you're like, yeah. what, bro? Yeah, and, and for me personally, you know, when that time came of like, okay, we're got, we're thinking of graduation, we're thinking about what college you're going to go to. For me personally, being an immigrant at that time in 2006, 2007, I was sort of getting excited because, you know, everybody was talking about it. Everybody was trying to apply for FAFSA, trying to apply for, for all these grants, loans and stuff. I, did, I didn't know anyone surrounding me, you know, doing that stuff. So I had no clue. And then I started asking... But FAFSA required uh, your parents' social security number and stuff. My family doesn't have. So I felt very limited with all the help I, I could have achieved. Yo, same. Yeah. I mean, not that because I obviously I didn't apply for any of that. <laughs> but I think the last year of um, high school for me, I I truly found out what being an immigrant was. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Um. Because then at that time, it's just like, oh, senior trip. And like, oh, we're all going to go to Hawaii and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, sick. I want to go. <laughs> and then I go home and I'd be like, mommy, mommy, mommy. Um, todos los estudiantes van a ir a Hawaii. Like, yo quiero ir. Yeah. And she'd be like. It's just like, I mean, what what can like, she tell you? you know, like, yeah, how are you going to go? It yeah, was like just... so heartbreaking. I was just like, what you mean I can't go? She's like, pues, no puedes ir. ¿Cómo? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, what? Now imagine like being that you're older and not knowing that the real struggle of being an immigrant at that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, whoa, what the heck? Well, like yeah. I said, you know, now I think about it too. Now that I'm working and paying bills, making my own income, it's very challenging to to think about it back then when like they used to go to the market and buy food for two weeks. You know, you go... Today you go to the market and you buy food and you pay with your own money and it's like a hundred, two hundred dollars. You're, you're like, like <laughs> that's to feed two people, you know? <laughs> that's crazy. You're like, how? Yeah. Yo, I know that I feel you on that so much because like it's true. Like how our parents did it, bro, when we were younger is just like it's a it's such a beautiful thing and you truly do think about like yo they busted their asses for exactly. it exactly yeah you know and I, it's just not one child is two no there's like there's, 500 of us just like <laughs> yeah my family there's four of us you know so i'm being uh, me being the oldest i feel like now i recognize everything they did for us but even then like i remember when i was asking for an ipod which was at that time 300 dollars yeah, and you're like, Which, why can't you get it for me? Exactly. Like, you're such a And it's like, and, and, and my dad never really said, like, or gave me a reason why he can't give it to me. But it was sort of like, yeah, we don't, we'll try to get it for you and stuff. And to the day where he finally took me and bought me my first MP3 player mm -hmm. and then eventually bought me an iPod. iPad. No, iPod, right? iPod, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but, uh, app, uh, uh. yeah, but... um. Yeah, think about it now when, like, you go, you go out and you want to treat yourself and buy yourself a, a gadget, an Apple Watch, or an iPhone. You think about it and it's like, it hurts, you know? It hurts to pay that out of pocket. So imagine now your dad 
doing you know, this for you. You know, to me, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but to me, um, and I mentioned this earlier to your wife, it's like we're busting our asses, so treat yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one of the things that um, my husband and I have always bumped heads in because for me, I'm down to spend. Like, I'm so embarrassed. Well, I'm not embarrassed. I have a lot of shoes <laughs> that I don't even wear. Still yeah. in boxes. Super clean. You know what I'm saying? And he used to give me a hard time. It's like, why do you buy so many pairs of shoes you don't even wear? And I'm just like, because I can I didn't have the luxury when I was younger to ask my mom. Or actually, you know what? I, I would ask her and eventually she'll like try her absolute best to, to get them for me. But like that was a challenge, you know? Yeah. I mean, now we buy. But now I'm know, just like. Now we buy Nikes. We go to Foot Locker. We go to stuff. Growing up, we used to go to warehouse shoe sale, bro. And like mm -hmm. that was fancy, you know? Other than that, it was Payless. You know, before that, I remember wearing Payless a lot. Facts. You know? And then your feet will smell. <laughs> and then you get judged for that. Exactly. And then your parents will yell at you yeah. because of it. And it's like, you bought me these pairs of shoes, fam. <laughs> for me, Fila's, bro. Fila's were the jam then. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was Fila's with, you know, the the pattern sole that had like spikes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, it's crazy they even made a comeback. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Mm, yeah. Dude. Did you get your pair? No. <laughs> not allowed to wear feelers. Why? I don't know. They're not trendy, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he has a pair. I He's just pair. out here lying. Yeah. To the fans. Right. Edit, cut, <laughs> boom. No one's gonna no <laughs> one's gonna listen to this. <laughs> delete, yeah, delete. dude, but talking about, you know, getting all these grants and stuff and money for you know, like senior trips and stuff. Um I I felt defeated you know i felt like failure because i was like man like what am i gonna do with school you know so the mentality was okay work save money and then go back to school which never happened for me mm -hmm. you know so for you i mean obviously not walking stage and stuff how did you take that and did you what was the next step after that what did you do after? i mean that? it was hard but um i was working i was working my senior year and um, I somehow have always been really good with money. So I like got myself a car and things like that. And I was like making payments, paying my own insurance and things like that. So I've always been a go-getter. Um, but there were times I was just like, man, this, this is so hard. You know what I mean? Like I remember when I got my first official job, they asked me for your social security number, which I do have. Um, but on the bottom it says not for employment. So I was really scared that they were going to like turn me away and like embarrassed because you're just like, you know, what if they tell someone yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Um, but luckily um, they kept me on and I was there for a couple of years. Um, this was in Arizona my first job was uh, Makuru's Island, which is, like, this cool, like, indoor playground area. And it had, like, a cafeteria. It had chicken nuggets, pizza, slushies, and all this um, cool thing. So I was there for a couple of years. And I think that's – actually, I know that's where I got my customer service from. Um, from there, I got a job at a 
Journeys. Journeys Kids. The shoe, the shoe place? Yeah. And I became a, an assistant manager, like, within the week of starting. Um, and that's where I learned how to hustle. I was just Move like, up the ladder pretty fast, though. Yeah. I feel like that's what it takes right now, right? Because uh, for me, the simple fact of, like, doing phone interviews or interviewing in person, like I said, with, with English being a barrier... Or mm-hmm. a second language for me. It was always hard to really express myself verbally. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to doing the job, like I was physically always capable and I was, you know, did above and beyond. Yeah. Which is not usually the case now. There's a lot of blah, blah, blah and not enough action. Yeah. You know, uh, me, myself, being the GM of Blueies, I've experienced it. I've seen it. And I'm just like, the work ethic is just so different. And some people, you know, but you can, you can tell, well, at least I can tell when Mm -hmm. someone's like bullshitting and (laughs) cause they be sweet talking you, bro. A lot, a lot. I'm like, I'm onto you. Yeah. I'm onto you, young kid. That's one thing I personally (laughs) hate sometimes when I see, you know, new employees coming in it's like, man, you can really talk, you know, like you can't really. Yeah, but you can't do shit. Exactly. Like the struggle is so, real. So you mentioned having your first job in Arizona. Is that where you originally moved to when no, you came from LA? No, from, uh, Mexico. No, we moved here to LA. Yeah, grew up here, and then my brothers were getting into trouble and things like that. They went to Venice High, and they were doing. They were These doing. House. They were yeah, These bro. House. They were doing the most. Those fools. <laughs> Um, so my mom was like, now nah, we need out. So we moved to Arizona and it's probably the best thing they could have done for me anyway. Cause at, th- at that time it was like when gangs were hot and things like that. So, yeah. um, moved out there when I was in sixth grade. Nice. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was cool. Not for me. I wouldn't go back to be honest. So when you moved out back here to LA, did you move out here by yourself or did you bring the whole family? Um, well, my brother moved out here first on my 21st birthday. I remember because we got super drunk for my birthday. And then literally that morning drove over here. So we're like hungover. It was such a bad (laughs) mood. It was so stupid. Not thinking about it. Um, so he moved out here first, I believe in 2010 and then, or 11, one of those. And then I followed... Uh, and I moved out here either 2011 or 12. I can't remember. One of those. Definitely 2012 when you drove out here with your modern Beetle. I didn't have that bad boy yet. No? Nah. I Dang. bought that in 2016. No, but didn't you have like a, a, a silver? Oh, I did. Oh, okay. Yes, I did. I did. I did. You're right. Dude, I don't know how I even made it, to be honest. That shit was so sketchy. Like, I'd be like, ah, 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 like making all these weird noises. Like, thank you, baby Jesus, for <laughs> letting me live. So you drive that car all the way from Arizona? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that was crazy. My friend um, Stacy actually helped me move over here. It was um, third of, oh, the 13th of July. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. And then here so we So all this time working and stuff after high school, did you ever think about going back to college or finishing, getting no. your GED or anything? No? mm 
Never made that decision? No. I just knew from the jump that it just wasn't for me. Yeah. I was embarrassed by it. Don't get me wrong. I was disappointed in myself, but I, I had to be honest, too, you know? And I just, it wasn't for me. And then once you landed in L.A., what would, what would be your first job back in L.A.? In L.A., it was at a, it was a calling center. It was a non-fat, like a non-fat, oh my God, I'm thinking about <laughs> coffee. <laughs> non-fat cappuccino. <laughs> With salmon on top. With salmon. <laughs> salmon. Con salmon on top. Salmon. Que vergüenza. Right. Salmon. Say the L, bitches. Salmon. Right? Dude, salmon. I think, yeah. There, we Wait, have do to you pronounce. say the L? Now I'm confused. Do you say you the L? You don't say the L. No, right? No, right? No, you don't say the L. English, that is, that English is, is so complicated, dumb, you know? It's like there's so many silent letters in there. No, I just recently started watching novelas. Like, this is our thing at home right now. Yeah. Um, Don't make fun of me. Actual Mexican novelas? Yeah, fam. Like, because, like, once you... I mean, everyone speaks English, so you forget words almost. Like, I'll have the boss lady sometimes be like, um, how do you say apple? And then... It takes me, I'm like. Better. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I'm like, Montana. And she'd be like, yeah. that took you a long time to figure out. It's embarrassing. And I was like, damn, you're right. So yeah, now that's, I just stay funny, watching yeah. novelas. It's great. Like the drama. <laughs> the drama in Mexican novelas was like, next oh. level, bro. <laughs> next like, level. I swear to God, I'm going to record ourselves like watching one of these days because. <laughs> It, it gets crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I definitely grew up with uh, watching novelas too, Mexico. But, you know, just the drama in there is just next level, bro. Yeah. It, I mean, what is what is the, what was the meme that was going on for a while where it was like, oh, crying in Spanish or laughing in Spanish? No, it's so dramatic. You didn't see it? No. Did you get to see it? And know. it would be like a, a picture of one of the main actresses, which I forgot her name, but with the short hair, you know what I'm talking about? She had, like, short hair. Um, and she'd be, like, all dramatic in a picture or whatever, and it would be, like, um, crying in Spanish. And she'd be, like... <laughs> it was hilarious. Now, one of the most uh, memorable... I was, like, same, same. One of the most memorable novelas for me was Rosalinda, bro. I don't know if you know about it. Is it the tall, skinny person? It was with Talia. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Well, that was like... But for me, I think what really caught me was... Um, Rebelde, probably. Uh, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, not like that. I wasn't, like, obsessed with it. But Ruby. Ruby? I never watched that one. Oh, Luz Clarita. That was a jam. For sure. <laughs> that was good. That was That was really good. But for me, Ruby was like, whoa like the drama yeah like what you mean she's in love with that other guy but she's only with him because of the money and it was just all bad i was like <laughs> that was that was super for me oh that one was really good. Yeah, that was good that one was really good novellas is just where it's at you learn a lot about oh, life <laughs> <laughs> no we're going back to like what you said with the with with the english language or like translating something right i am 100 percent fluent in spanish but because in my household, which is my wife and I, we mostly communicate in English. There are certain moments where, yeah, when I'm tr trying to translate a word, I forget about it. You know, like, it's like, ah, what was it? 
And it's like, I'm fluent in Spanish and I know what it is. Why can't when I tell you, you for, right now? And you forget? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's why isn't, I don't like that feeling at all. I don't all. like it either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to, it used to be a thing at our house that um, we would at least try to speak Spanish once a week, like full on, just no English whatsoever. Yeah. But my husband was born here. And when I first met him, he didn't really speak Spanish. He was like embarrassed almost. And then, you know, your girl from Sinaloa over here saying all kinds of bad words. <laughs> he picked it up real quick. Nice. Um, so his, his Spanish is better and we're, we're trying to work on it, but it, it is hard. It's amazing. But I know you went through a lot growing up, you know, losing a father and moving from place to place to recently. What caught my attention is this little clip that you posted on social media, which is tough as someone had, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, listening to everything we've been discussing is just, is that where like the title comes from or how did you come up with that or what is this exactly? Well, it was, um... It was an idea from um, Bueno Roasters, which is the coffee that uh, brand that we carry at Bluey's. Um, and they recently uh, started working with um, these ladies from Honduras. And they wanted to focus on that, which I think is so dope. Because yeah. so literally, if you grab your GoPro, you'll see the bags over there. Um yeah, the farmers are females, so they wanted to really showcase that. Yeah, no, and as it then is. they picked, I was like, the first one, they... Um, You're the first one? <laughs> yeah. Nice. But they're interviewing um, other mujeres, which yeah. is really, really dope. I love the concept of that. Well, farming alone is just such a tough thing to do, you know? Yeah, so. well, I mean, because, you know, husbands leave, they come to the U.S. for a better life and try to provide for their families and what do the women do? You know what I mean? Yeah. They get left behind. And so this this place, they just it's all it's all female. And it's a, it's beautiful. I think it's so dope. And so we try to um support as much as possible. So we definitely carry the Honduras blend at Bluey's. Nice. But what is the what does this really represent for you? The whole tough as I'm ahead, you know? Well, you know, cough. For you personally, you know, for like me, from your experiences in life and everything, what does it really represent for you? It's just, it's rough. I think it's, um, I think now it's, um, we're more vocal about it. And I think us women feel a little bit more empowered. And I think that we are finally all, well, I shouldn't say all because people are still struggling with the idea of, um, women being in power, I guess. Um, so to me, being a woman and being in the position that I am now, um, being in charge of a restaurant and having the control and them trusting me in it, it was just like, I never thought I'd be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not a dictator. Don't get me wrong here. I'm like... There's the whole like, thing of like what, what the phrase that they used to use years ago, right? Where it's just, where they used to say kitchen... I mean, women belong in kitchen, you know, like... Yeah, but they, like we they don't. They used to believe that a woman's 
served a purpose, and that was to take care of the male figure because they mm. were the ones providing for the family. Right. You know? I mean, that that changed. That has completely. changed. Yeah. There's no... And, and I mean, for me, seeing it in my family, you know, like everything my mom went through, you know, whether it was with her relationship with my dad or working those late hours to provide for us or not being able to buy something for her so that we can have some, you know. It's crazy. The sacrifices it's, that they. So, yeah. And so, like, seeing that. For me, it's just when I heard when I read the title of Tough as Someone Had, like, I that's the first person i thought of you know is my mother because she has and and because i'm the oldest i've seen and witnessed a lot of things that they sacrifice right you know and specifically her yeah you know i don't think i understood that growing up how um how how amazing my our or our moms are yeah. you know like um my mom being a single parent and she like literally did everything in her power to provide for the family and um yeah man it's it's yeah. so it's it's amazing there's just there's nothing like them yeah. and so for current events you keep mentioning blues blues is the uh, restaurant you're currently working for or the company you're working for yes bluey's kitchen in santa monica what is uh blues all about or i mean we have amazing food um coffee a dope ass community the environment is just super cool um super casual nothing serious if you want to you know some good food you come to blueies nice and how long have you been with this company since day one can't get rid of me say one how did that go <laughs> um so it used to be this place called tada um and uh the the owner at the time sold it to Dave and Sabrina and um who are the owners of Blueies and um i was so scared because i was like shoot you know new new ownership they're going to change the whole situation like what does that mean for me yes like am i going to have to go and like struggle once again try to find a job as an immigrant and, you know, I told them since the moment I met them, I was like, yo, this is my situation. Um, let me know if this is going to work or not. And they're like, I'm, hell yeah, like this is going to work <laughs> One, 100%. And so before they took over this business, which now it's called Blueys, you been here when it was called Tada? Yeah, so I was here before they took over. Um, and then there was this couple of, I think it was for like a week or two, um, Sabrina was shadowing me. And so, you know, back to the community, I had a lot of regulars. And they'd be like, whoa, who's this, like, who's this person? Um, so she'd be like, oh, hey, I'm Sabrina. We're, we're taking over and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, but wait, you're not getting rid of Shirley, are you? <laughs> And that was like, it was a nonstop. It was like, but surely you're saying, right? But surely, but surely. It was like a lot of that. And I was just like, wow. How much did you really pay these people to say this? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Coffee here, cappuccino there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yo, get it while you can. 
Um, yeah, I'm broke because of them, actually. So <laughs> shout out to all those people that <laughs> made me look hey, you, good. You still got a job. Yeah, yeah. for real. <laughs> I'm still paying those fools. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so she was shadowing me, and th- that was, like, the nonstop situation. I was just like, whoa. And that's when I really felt loved. And I was just like, wow, like, these people truly care for me. It's yeah. amazing. I'm like, this is so sick. And um, so Dave and Serena, they kept me around. And eventually I moved up the ladder and they're like, okay, you're a manager. And I was like, oh my God, so wow, this is so cool. Like, um, so, but when they took over, the type of food that we serve here, it was just like, you know, I'm Mexican. There's no such thing as like cauliflower rice. You can sabe que, like, what is that? Oh, that bougie stuff. Yeah, huh? like, I was like, what? What's cauliflower rice for real? And so, I pretended like I knew what was going on. And um, I think Sabrina started catching on what was really happening. And so she she started, like, teaching me and, you know, um, introducing me to a whole new world. And she was, um, she really took care of me. And for that, I'm grateful. And um, so I kept moving up the ladder. And then here I am, GM. Five years strong. Amazing. Yeah. What do you think, uh, other than those obstacles, what what would be one of the biggest challenges you have faced being a GM now? Um, finding a good right-hand man, meaning, like, um, having the right chef. Yeah. That I think that's one of the... For sure, one of the biggest challenges I've gone through. And I think um, now we have uh, Martin, who's actually been here way before I was, and who started off as a dishwasher. And he's now our uh, executive chef. Amazing. You know, young, young immigrant as well. And it's just like what these people do for the community, especially us immigrants, like... It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I have so much respect for Dave and Sabrina. Like, it's, they're, like, you know, I mentioned that in the video. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them, for sure. Yeah. No, but I, I think it always comes down also to, like, work ethic, right? And like you said, there's, we are discussing earlier how there's people who are verbally good at, mm-hmm. you know, interviews and stuff. But when it came to the actual performance or, you know, doing the duties, they have to. For some reason, the, that ethic is not engraving them, mm-hmm. and nothing gets really accomplished. Right. Yeah. When you were younger, did they? Did your parents ever talk to you about that? Like, yo, mijo, when you get a job, you have to be like this. Or no, that. we never really did. What I did yeah. see, what I did see and notice, though, was like, my dad. Actually, what I did see and notice is not seeing my dad as often, mm-hmm. because he was always doing two jobs. You know. Waking up early morning, coming back really late, and, you know. Did that affect you? Didn't really affect me. Uh, Did, do you think, is it because you understand? You understand? I think. Well, I, now I, I think, think maybe. I think it's because I do understand now, and and I, I understand what their goal was or is, which was to provide something, a better future for ourselves, mm-hmm. for their kids. Uh, like I said, my mom used to work long hours as well so 
me being the oldest, I was sort of in charge of taking care of my younger siblings. You know, my mom taught me how to make an egg, how to cook rice, how to make spaghetti from a can and stuff. <laughs> you know? And, and it's yeah, your I mean, wife is like, I, where? Yeah, so where? It's stuff the stuff that I don't do for her, I get it, I understand. Bro, you need but, to show off them skills. But so that. so I did a lot of this stuff, right? And and, and you know, we're the, the family that grew up with Tampico and stuff like that. So that was like the luxury, same, same, you know. Same, and then sometimes they'll make you water it down, and we're like, no, but we want the whole sugar. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, no, I was Tampico. Like, oh, Tampico pero para que dure shit, más. You know? And I was like, exactly. all right, I got you. So, no, so I, I did a lot of that for my brothers, my younger siblings, and I will do the laundry, which I remember getting in trouble a couple of times because I will put the load in, <laughs> go outside and play, and forget to put the soap in there. You know? <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, Amateur. like, you know, the thing is, like, my mom had Hold this. On, you guys had a washer? We did not. I oh. used to go to the laundromat with the oh. carrito, you know? Nah, fam. Like yeah. in Mexico, my mom had us like. Oh no! And I'm talking about wall. here though. Oh. Yeah, because in Mexico, yeah, my mom will like do wash. the yeah. You know what I mean? Bro, we didn't even have a my shower. Hands, we used my to, hands still hurt even thinking about it. I'm like, we ah. used to. We didn't even have a shower, bro. We used to like bañarnos a cubetazos, you know, just like heat up the water in the stove and stuff, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I come from a poor family, but like I said, uh, I did all that, and I remember even taking walking my brothers to school. You know, because my mom will start early, 6 a.m. in the morning. My dad also. And I remember one morning I was walking my brothers. And I remember this vividly because we were walking to Granville. And we were actually walking on, on, on Inglewood right before Washington play. And I see this patrol car going down Inglewood. All I remember is telling my brothers to hide. I have no idea why I can't remember what was the, the psychological, psychological thought of that, you know. But I was scared. Like, I was thinking, like, they can't see us on the street. You know, there's no adults. We're immigrants and all this oh, stuff. So. Dang. so I remember telling my brothers to hide, and they did hide. And I, I hid as well. You know, then the patrol passes, and we get out, and then walk to school. But that was sort of like the fear I had. Because I didn't know. You know, it was, we were new to the States and stuff. And, and yeah, like. All I knew is I needed to take care of my brothers, you know, which I am also the only one that graduated school. They didn't. But because I feel like they never felt that responsibility of like pushing themselves mm-hmm. for everything that our parents have done for us. You know, I mean, they're doing great. You know, they have their own little thing. But so the, were they the spoiled ones? I will say they were the spoiled ones. Yes. You know, because they never really saw the real struggle. Right. So, yeah. But for me, that was... And I, and I think for me, that's where the work ethic comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, I'm going to do my hardest and my best mm-hmm. at everything. So Yeah, I mean, I think being the youngest and the only girl was 100% the spoiled one. Like, I'd be like, yo, ma. I mean, and again, she like... Busted her ass for this, but I'll be like, oh, ma, quiero una computadora. Yeah. Yeah, va. You know, like months after, of course, or she'll come through for my birthday. Cause I, I mean, to this day, I hate my birthday because everyone's broke, everyone's out of town, ain't nobody trying to celebrate because they're trying to save it for yeah. New, Year's New Year's Eve and things like that. So Spend I'm just all their like, money for I've Christmas. always hate it. I'm just like always bummed out and things like that. And so my mom always made sure to come through. 
yeah. for my birthday. But like you asked me earlier, did, did did my parents talk to me about like the work ethic? Where does your work ethic come from? From her, for sure. Yeah. 100%. But I didn't, you don't realize these things when you're young. You know what I mean? It was after I moved back to California and like I truly became an adult. And I was just like, whoa. I was like, what you mean I got to pay $1,000 in rent? <laughs> like, how? How do yeah. how do I make that? You know what I mean? Like, and and still try to get around, like, with gas and insurance and, oh, you have to eat. <laughs> like, yeah, no. That's a harsh, like, harsh reality. You, have to you know live, what I you mean? Know? But I definitely, my mom never sat down with us and was like, okay, mijo, in the real world, you're going to have to work like this because X, Y, and Z. Like, that was never the case. Yeah. I mean, she never really had the time. She was just out there grinding, you know, trying to figure it out herself to provide for four children. It was wild, you know. And so when I became a true adult, I was just like, wow. Like, mad respect. Mad respect. Well, years later after being here at Blue's and having the, the, the right support from these new owners and stuff, I mean, how enjoyable is time here? How are you, how are you dealing with the time here? I mean, it's dope. It's, I um, I mean, as I mentioned before, the support is there. Um, they, like, truly, truly trust me with their business. And it's such a nice feeling, you know, like, yeah. um, to have that kind of trust, especially when um, COVID is happening and we have to make sure that we're making the right decisions and that our staff is... Um, they feel okay and we're still making money and all this, blah, 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 you know? Um, but I'm, I'm happy. Um, I definitely, there was a time where I was just like, yo, I want to start my, I want to do my own thing. And I told them that. And they're just like, we'll support you in any way. You let us know. And I was just like, crazy. I'm like, what? What do you mean? I feel like they understand, like, your goals or dreams, right? Because they also had those same aspirations. Mm -hmm. and, and if they can help someone else, you know, with yeah, everything they have learned. Yeah, but it's crazy because usually when you're like, you know, I'm, unfortunately I'm not going to be here forever, you know, they were, you know, they're like, well, we're sad and we definitely want you, we want to be selfish and keep you here forever. Cause like you get it, your family, you, you know, and things like that. And so when you hear something like that, you're just like, yo, you know what? I don't have it that bad. Yeah, definitely not. Like I am living my dream, you know, like there's still, I'm still doing my little side hustle with like the whirly merch or whatever you want to call it. Um, and they even support that. They'll wear it here all the time. And then people are always like, oh, what? The owners are wearing your stuff? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they are. They're supporting. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's cool. I, I'm just, I'm glad I'm here. And um, I, we, I just recently sat down with them. Um, and Sabrina was like, if you want to do your thing, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm still willing to support you. And I'm just, and I sat there and I like started crying. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like, no, I, 
you know, eventually. But right now, no, like I don't want to. Like I have it good here. You guys are good to me. You guys are family. Like why would I want to leave family? Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, you're also gaining experience that you will definitely use for your own thing. Right, and the thing is, is that they're not like the type of people that, um, like, they're willing to teach you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not like, oh, I'm not going to show you this because then you're going to want to, like, go somewhere else and take it or something (laughs) like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, instead of, like, they sat me down and just, like, they're like, okay, well, this is why I think like this. And they'll like break it down, and I'm just like, oh snap! Like I didn't even think about it that way. Like that's right. that's dope. So I'm I'm learning. I'm still I've been here with them, like I said, five years, and I swear to God, I learn something new every every day. Yeah. But if you're not doing blueies, what is the one thing you're talking about? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hide at home, but I'm like, don't, 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 please, and I. Or or Lupita will drag me out, um, who's my neighbor and who also works here, and who's also a huge Minotti lover. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, oh, let's go out. And so I'm no, like, no hobbies, no skills or any talents that you decompress. With. I mean, photography. You're into photography. I love photography. It's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, right now I've been super into film. Nice. Um, I, the, I love that you can't go back and see what you got. You know what I mean? It's like a surprise, and then you get it back. And you're like, oh shit! Like, dude, I just wasted a roll on that. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's that, but honestly, I'm just like, um, it's running a business is it's exhausting. Yes. You know. I bet. Um, so I try to be I'm very selective of whom I hang out with and who I talk to and like you know spend time with because those are valuable moments to me. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So to me one one thing I used to or I still do, unfortunately we're not able to do it now is as I'm I mentioned to you um was Disneyland Disneyland it was it's a it's a great getaway and it's just the happiest place on earth it really is man <laughs> not after you leave because you look at your bank statement and you're like yeah. oh so like fuck you're like I feel like I paid for those fireworks <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> and you're like oh my god I'm although we recently come. discovered vignettes there have you ever had a vignette no it's like a donut, Mickey Mouse. Shape. Oh yeah, yeah, by um the New Orleans next yeah. to um the Mount. The and then please ma- tell me situation. that you have or you love Dole Whip. Me? Yes. I mean, I'm not psycho about it. To me, there's no better churro. <laughs> <laughs> there's no better churro out here to me. Dude, we it. have the spots now, and they're pretty close to us. And so now, <laughs> recently, we have discovered in West LA there's a spot that sells Dolby. So now we're freaking obsessed with Dolby. We What's love the place? Dolby. What's the place? I don't even know the name. I just know how to get there. Yeah. Oh, we're not even trying to tell people. We're not oh, even tell sure. people. Yeah. It's a secret spot. 
I'll tell you. I'll don't. Worry. It's dope. It's really good. You know, but check yeah. the comments. I'm gonna write <laughs> on the comments. But yeah, so film and you develop and everything. Yourself? No, I'm not that no? talented. I'd be going to Costco. No, <laughs> <laughs> hell no. <laughs> it is too crowded up in that joint. Like no, they work fast. The, the Photoshop plays. The photo plays. It's fast, bro. I don't. I don't go there. Period. No, where do you go? It then? just gives me. Anxiety. I don't even know where else to go. There's this one uh, mom and pop shop on Pico, which is really close to here, so it's perfect. Yeah. It's called Rose Photo or something like that. And what's your what's your camera choice when you? I have shoot? um Pentax K one thousand. Nice. I was, a I, was thinking, I was thinking you were using those disposable cameras or something. Oh no no no! It's a legit. <laughs> it's a legit one. It's real. <laughs> I ha- no, I don't have it here. I lied. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But I usually carry it around. Um, there's that and just... I don't know. Honestly... Your novelas, you said? Yeah, of course, novelas. Yeah. And along those... Um, Cheese hour is very important as well. Yeah. Um, I think... One of my favorite things to do is definitely cheese mead with Sabrina. She's really good at this, and she loves the cheese mead. It's like, it's what's great. the cheese mead about, though? I mean, we can't tell you fast. Because <laughs> I we mean, with the vecina, with the vecina, it's all about like what the other neighbors. Oh doing, no, we'd be know? talking about her body. <laughs> like, yo, did you see Lupita's crazy ass hair? <laughs> Lupita's listening now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is. <laughs> No, she'll be she'll be she'll be attacking me next time she stopped by with Mike and and getting coffee. Be like, what were you talking with Shirley about? And I'd be like, nothing. Don't worry about it. You know, watch the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Watch. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Listen, watch. Yeah. Subscribe, like. <laughs> Just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> Comment, rate. You know. Yeah. All, all that stuff. That. All of that. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. But what about the music type that you like to listen to? All of it. All of it. All of it. Rancheras, corridos. Really? I mean, not much. Juan Gabriel. Oh, bro. <laughs> I actually, um, when was it? Shoot. Wednesday? Wednesday. Um, my husband and I made ceviche. And I was the one cutting the vegetables and stuff. And I had Juan, Juan Gabriel playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Just taking it. It took me back. Because that's all my mom used to listen to. To like. Juan Gabriel, Rocio Dulcal, and all of all of them hoochies. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's who she used to listen to all the time. So I don't know. It just feels it feels nice. I was just like, I yeah. never thought I'd get there though. It's just so weird. I'm like, what a what a doña, <laughs> what a doña life right now. Yeah, but yeah. it just you know, you all about that whole was it renegade and, and all the uh, wop and shit. N- uh, <laughs> No, yo, the no, my cousin, my cousin just posted a video of her. I think, man, how old is she? Like two talking about going like this to the floor. And I was like, uh, uh, I was like, ooh, traviesa. Different times, different times. Well, no, yeah, all bad. That's crazy. But no, um, Juan Gabriel is definitely one of the favorites for sure. Just takes you takes you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just music is not the same anymore. Yeah, it's ex- I think, I think, <laughs> I think it's a generation thing, right? Our previous generation will say that our music wasn't True. good. You nah, know? but you know, no, because I still like I have a bajillions of nieces and nephews, 
And they're all listening to 90s hip hop. Nice. They're all listening to our stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel I mean, like that there only was, means that we taught them well. But obviously. I feel but I feel like with with our music and I don't know, maybe this is just my generation speaking right. Most of the music had a story, you know. Yeah. Versus even the music videos, when you watch them, it's like whole story. Yeah, that's know? not even really a thing anymore. <laughs> now it's all about like how how much you can shake that booty and <laughs> and you know and all that stuff. So how wet yeah. it is and all that. Like, what is wet? Yeah, like dude. that is not yeah. even right. But you were talking about chopping up the veggies for for the um, ceviche. Ceviche. What what would you consider to be one of your most desirable meals that you enjoy the most? Ceviche. Ceviche? Yeah, for sure. The one? Ceviche, aguachiles, anything that has to do with shrimp. <laughs> oh, mariscos. Yeah. Whole Sinaloa style coming Sinaloa yeah. style for sure. <laughs> you know, sometimes simple and sometimes, you know, we like to exaggerate. So. <laughs> yeah. But to me, simple is key. Dope. What is the one meal you, you wish didn't exist? Oof. I don't know. That's a really good question. I never thought about it. I'm not sure. You're not picky with your meals? Not really. Well, then again, I'm like such a creature of habit. Like it's either ceviche, Chinese food. That's my jam. Um, ceviche. <laughs> <laughs> soup. I love soup. Like any kind of caldos, I'm down. Yeah. I love caldos. It's, ugh. My mouth is watering just thinking nice. about it. All right, Shirley. You have a side hustle, you say, which is the Shirley Worley brand. Is Worley your last name or how does or where does Worley come from? Um, no, so it's a nickname. My best friend at the time, her nephew, for some odd reason, he couldn't say Shirley and somehow some way came up with Worley. And this was maybe like, oh my God, I think it was like 15 years ago. Whoa. Whirly has been. Has been a thing. For 15. For 15 years, yeah. That's wild. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. So it just, it stuck. And I loved it. And I was just like, obviously the meaning behind it is so cool too. Um, And I'm still rocking with it. Yeah. And then the, the your face sticker is the first thing you launched. Yes. Because mm-hmm. now you're currently working on other products. Yeah. So right now I'm working on. I had someone uh, do my name, but like almost like kind of graffiti style. It's pretty cool. And so I'm doing tie dye hoodies with the the Whirly logo on it. It's pretty dope. Nice. I mean, that whole Whirly is sort of your brand, right? Because yeah, it's uh, everywhere. On, on the on the top of some head, I saw the type of vehicle you were driving there. <laughs> and and for me, I mean, I grew up watching those cars, which is a bochito, mm-hmm. you know, Mexico. So I, I love it. You know, and yours is, a, what is it, a 70s? It's a classic? 71 Super Beetle, yeah. Um, that was, uh, that was, that car is really special to me because... That was my, that was, it was my dream car. And I was 27 at the time when I purchased it. And I always said um, that I will have one. Like, I didn't know how 
how, when, or how, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Um, and I saved, save, 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 saved. And then I purchased my dream car. And so, um, it's called Papa Smurf because it's blue. And then the license plate say Whirly. Oh, yeah, I was, I was leading to that. Yeah, because I saw the license plate. I was like, wait, how, when did you get this license plate? You know, because. Oh, I mean, like straight away. Yeah. As soon as I got that thing, I was just like. So it is registered as Whirly. Does, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I was just thinking it was just sort of like a. I don't know. No, it's legit. A souvenir or something nope. that you have. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it, that's that's literally Whirly. That's, that's our see. license. You guys see uh, Papa Smurf on the west side and it says Whirly. Oh, that's your girl. Yeah. That is me. Don't hit it. Just, yeah. just, Please just don't. honk. Just Please honk. don't. <laughs> From a distance. I mean, that car will probably destroy your car. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> you know? All metal. That metal bumper. All is, metal. Yeah, definitely don't want to mess with that. <laughs> yeah, um. So, yeah, that's my baby. Um. Yeah, I love that. I'm thing. pretty sure. I mean, it was it was sort of like a goal you had to purchase a car like that, right? Your dream car. For sure. And recently, do you have any other goals you want to achieve? Um, you know, I haven't really thought about it. There's just too there's too much going on in the world. It's just like you almost feel uncertain. Yeah, And to the point where you kind of don't want to set those goals because you just don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Correct. So for me, I'm just focusing on what it is like on blueies and I'm focusing on my marriage and those around me. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to want to be happy. That's my yeah. that's my goal. I just want I want to be happy and I am happy. Yeah, I mean that's that's also part of uh, your success, you know, being happy where you're at and happy. Yeah, where for sure. Everything you know? you've have accomplished. And um, but with all this going on, you know, with COVID and stuff, how how have you dealt with it? Being running a, a shift here at Blueys. I mean, at first it was scary. I'm not gonna front, you know, but um, I just I try to keep it cool and not try to show any kind of fear because I was fearing for my job, yeah. you know? Um, I was just like that. I was hearing a lot of, um, people, uh, getting a pay cut, um, or losing their jobs and things like that. So, um, the only positive thing that it's come, this COVID thing that's brought to me anyways, I learned how to run a kitchen. So that was pretty cool. Um, so I can literally now say that I have worked every single station in this restaurant. And Amazing. that's pretty dope to me. Yeah. I mean, that alone is something to be respected for, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I now un- fully understand how hard it is. <laughs> like, I bet. It made me under, understand and appreciate um, our our cooks a lot more. Because I was just like, well, not easy, you know? Nah, it really Especially isn't. Especially when the flames are going. Yeah, and I the burned myself a couple of times. And stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I burned myself a couple of times, but yeah, you live and you learn. But right. man, that those two months that I was in the kitchen, I was just like, wow, this a is a lot of work. 
And now wearing but a mask up, back there and stuff. But, uh, Oof. Oh, I can't. It's crazy. But surely can't wait for the next merch you come out with, you know. Follow me, Shirley. Gotta purchase Willie. one of those hoodies, tie-dye hoodies. Not the, for me, but for the wife. Yeah. You know, happy wife, happy life. Happy life. That's the key. <laughs> key to a happy marriage. Yep. Yeah, you don't sound very happy about it. And you're never right <laughs> about anything you ever say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's right there. Don't look at her. Don't look at her. <laughs> <laughs> don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> All right, Shirley. Well, I really appreciate the time you took oh, to nah, be here man. with me Thanks on this for podcast. Having me. I appreciate you. Know, you. Fun. Get to know um, you a little bit more. Yeah, same, bro. Yeah. I didn't realize we had the same same struggles. Crazy, yeah. It's a small it's world. A, we, we didn't even know you were friends with one of my wife's friends. You That's know? Crazy. true until today. Yeah, until today. <laughs> yeah, can you believe it? It is a small world. Um, I definitely appreciate your time and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I yeah. this is has well, before it's we, actually my first my first ever. So yeah. this is so dope. So I'm glad <laughs> well, before, I was able to do it with before we sign off. Tell the world where can they find you, Shirley? I'm at Bluey's Kitchen 24-7. <laughs> Please come visit. I promise we have really good food, really good coffee. And then, you know, the staff behind the counter are fucking dope. Um, or you can find me on social media, Shirley Worley. Follow. What about for merch? Where can they? Oh, for merch. Yeah, Shirley Worley. Go to, go to my Instagram and I'm on there. Amazing. Well, until next time, Shirley, you gotta do a second episode of the podcast. Yeah, you know, I feel like there's just so much, yeah. so much to talk about. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you. For yeah, sure. appreciate you too. So All thanks right. for having me. Peace, guys. <laughs>